Hot sports news, check. Hot takes, check. Hot dudes, check. This is live from the 8155. What up, y'all? It's Friday, August 25th, and welcome to the newest episode of Live from the 815 Podcast. I am your co-host, Colton St. Vincent. And I'm your other co-host, Jake LaRue, and uh, we got a doozy on our hands here, Colton. It's a freaking a doozy, doozy of a show. Super doozy. We're back. We're yeah. back from a uh, a little hiatus, which <laughs> yeah. you might think, you know, oh, they were working, they were, you know, tweaking the show, making it perfect. No, we didn't even discuss it. We just kind of took a break. Yeah, it's well, okay. I was, well, I was moving, so I was in, uh, like in between leases for about like over two weeks, and then about a whole another, well, like another week, we just couldn't, we couldn't figure it out, man. Just too much stuff going on. Yeah, so you know, you make the people. The, all the people are just yearning for this episode. Yeah. So yeah. we got Sox Cubs talks. We got some NFL predictions. We got NBA trade talks. Whoa. We got some fun stuff. At the end. Yeah. That's a that's, lot of, that's, that's a, the correct reaction. <laughs> that's a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> that is a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, we want to start with socks and Cubs because, as is tradition, I want to start around so here. bad with socks and Cubs, so bad. <laughs> it's so exciting right now for the, especially White Sox. It's just this this whole season is just so exciting. Wins and losses, the ride. <laughs> we are currently. <laughs> Did you just say wins quite... and losses? <laughs> There's some wins and some losses. Sources it's say. A few. Yeah. We're only 20 games back of the AL Central, so we're really fighting in there. And uh, the Cubs are currently three games up on the Milwaukee Brewers Let's go. in the NL Central. Let's go. It se- they seem to be just th- – I don't think the Brewers or the Cardinals are going to touch them, honestly. But, you know, the Cubs still have to play well the rest of the season. They definitely haven't – you know, and you want to get hot for the playoffs. Hot, hot, that's, hot, hot. that's really the key. Yeah, well, I think we play the Reds a good amount of times, which is really going to help. And the Phillies. And the Phillies. You guys always seem to be playing the damn Phillies. Yeah, we play them like 19 times a year. (laughs) That would help your record. I wish uh, the White Sox played the Reds and Phillies. (laughs) You look awesome. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, man. Um, Peek behind the curtain. Just put on sunglasses at... 11.22 11.22 at night in his own house. Well, that's because our takes are so hot that they are burning my retinas because it's a fire. Ah, uh, that's smart. That, that makes a lot of sense. Thanks, man. <laughs> I do what I can um, here. So, yeah, uh, the White Sox are doing nothing. They've been moving up their prospects. Michael Kopech is now in, in AAA, the fireballing right-hander. And uh, pretty much all the other ones, Eloy Jimenez, uh, Zach Collins... Alec Hansen have all been moved into double A. Exciting because that means the White Sox next year potentially could have Kopech um, on the mound with Reynaldo Lopez and Lucas Giolito. That's three of the young pitching prospects, all pitching as early as 2018. 
and people said 2020 was the earliest the White Sox could compete. So, well, you know, I, a little ahead of schedule. Well, I, for one, just cannot wait. It's going to be just a gay old time to watch all these young guys come up. Um, you know, I'm I'm just I'm so excited. I can't even sleep at night. <laughs> you, do, you just stay up thinking about White Sox prospects? Because yeah, I, I know do. I do. I just roll in my bed just thinking about how hard Michael Kopech throws and how hot his girlfriend is. And it, it's just it's I just so many sleepless nights. You were uh, breaking up a little bit there for me, but it's probably uh, terrible, that's all I got to talk about Wi-Fi. about Cubs and Sox. Yeah. Um, Colton's in a new house. He's using yeah. public Wi-Fi. Well, it's it's not public. Like each room has their own, but it just goes out for like periods of time. It just stops working. <laughs> um, so I I really can't wait to live here for a, a good amount of time. Um, yeah. What up, haters? <laughs> Who needs consistent Wi-Fi? As long as it's strong, sometimes that's all that matters. Who needs Wi-Fi? Not I. I just came up with that. <laughs> Wow, that was so clever. Bars. Um, other MLB news. Did you see that brawl today? Yeah, I, th- I actually just watched it before we came on. Um, that was awesome. That was so yeah. cool. There was a bench-clearing brawl between the Tigers, Detroit Tigers, and the New York Yankees today. And it, I actually misspoke. It was actually a triple bench-clearing brawl because the benches cleared three times in this one game, these these teams just wanted to fight really bad, and yeah, it was it, awesome. It was um, it was, it, it, was all, it was all started by Miguel Cabrera and and Gary Sanchez, uh, jawing each other, and then Miguel Cabrera pushes Gary Sanchez, the catcher for the Yankees, and he squares up. And the way that he that squares thing, up gets me so pumped. What was that? Oh yeah, that's actually their back. Uh, that's their backup Romine, and then Gary oh, Sanchez shoot. comes off the bench. Yeah, but yeah, Cabrera just looks like a professional boxer out there. Yeah, it and, was or sweet. something. And then and then Dave Dave Robertson comes in from the bullpen running like a four two forty, just the fastest <laughs> I've ever seen any human being run, and just comes in to kick some <laughs> ass. Former White Sox <laughs> the, legend. Had, yes, White Sox legend closing pitcher David Robertson, along with some random bullpen catcher who's probably making like $50,000 a year, comes sprinting out of the bullpen in the outfield yeah. to come, I don't know, just jump on some piles for some reason. Man, but those piles but, were uh, so jumped on. So jumped on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to love a baseball brawl, especially one with some good punches, you know. We've been getting some good punches. It reminds me a little bit of that uh, time we got, what was it, Red O'Dor just decked Jose Bautista. Yeah, that's that, that? that's still of his – of his paw, like, landing, and then um, Bautista's uh, sunglasses just, like, coming half off his face. That is, yeah. That is a classic picture. Classic oh, photo. Yeah. That might be one of the best punches in the history of professional sports ever landed. It's Other it's, than, like, boxing and MMA. It's definitely... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, I'm what you call a boxing and, and MMA expert, and that, that mm-hmm. beats about 99% of them. Wait. Yeah, I just I just looked through all my records of punches and that and that beats most of them. Yeah, producer, can you uh, look that up? Okay, thank you. So <laughs> we have, we have a big production, big production team here. Yeah, we're we're all old school too. We all have notes on paper and not like on our phone. 
Yeah, you don't, we don't have good enough Wi-Fi for everyone to use it. So. <laughs> yeah, I just have file cabinets and file cabinets of records and, <laughs> and info that my whole team just, just brings me during during the uh, recording. So. And we all use pagers, so none of the Wi-Fi <laughs> yeah. is taken up. I actually write letters or use carrier pigeons because I don't trust using Wi-Fi because it, it, it goes down so easily. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we all love an MLB brawl. Another thing we all love in baseball, a no-hitter. Uh, did you see Rich? Did you see Rich Hill's no-hit bid yesterday? Yes, I did. That is heartbreaking for Richard Hill, former Cub great. Um, yes. Like 45 years ago, Rich Hill came up with the uh, Cubs and then the uh, Cubs system. But yeah, for, for those of you that that didn't see, Rich Hill brought a perfect game into the ninth, lost it on a was it a, a Logan Forsyth error. Yes, and then, I believe that's correct. And then the score was 0-0 going into the 10th, and then lost his no-hitter in the 10th, bottom of 10th, by giving up a walk-off home run to Josh Harrison. So I think I saw he's the only the only person in the last 100 years to give up one hit um, or less and no walks and lose. Uh, yeah, I saw that, and my dad told me, because he is a wealth of knowledge, if you haven't met this man. Yes, he knows plethora. some random shit. Um, he told me the last time this happened, a guy had a perfect game going into the 13th inning. Jesus Christ. The, he pitched 13 innings of no-hit ball. I think it was, I think it was a no-hitter. Was it and actually then, Jesus and, Christ himself? Um, no, I, I forget who it was. Uh, not really important. Let's just say Mordecai. But, uh, then there's, there's two walks in the, th- sure, Mordecai Brown walks two in the 13th, and then there's a walk-off home run to win it. Uh, but it does not count as a walk-off home run, so no one's ever hit a walk-off to break up a perfect or a no-hitter until today because uh, Hank Aaron, Henry Aaron, also known as... The baseball player. Also the baseball player was on second base, and when he hit the walk-off, before getting home, he runs and picks up his teammate and ends up causing the out. So they actually only won by one run instead of you know three runs, That's and weird. it only counted as a double. That's for something. his teammate. That was something. Because he went and picked him up off the base pass, which is which is just classic Henry Aaron. It sounds like me. it sounds like Henry Aaron doesn't respect the game. <laughs> if I could if I could claim one thing of Hank Aaron, it's that he does not respect baseball. Mm-mm. Not like the, the the greats like Babe Ruth or uh Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. <laughs> like Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Those are the greats. You know what? Speaking of Sammy Sosa. Let's bring up a brand new segment, all right? How about, how about that for a transition? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. All right. So this is uh, fact or gnaw, because we're hip. I saw that on, on, on Twitter.com once. Fact Ooh, or gnaw. I should check out that Twitter. Twitter.com, yes. T-W-I-T-T-E-R dot period is the dot. Uh, C-O-M, that stands for computer. I'm not sure what that stands for, but... All right, so <laughs> uh, so the game is I'm gonna give Jake two facts. Definitely not computer. I don't I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a scientist. So I'm gonna give Jake two uh, facts. One's gonna be real. One's gonna be super duper fake. Um, if Jake gets it right, he wins uh, close to millions of dollars. Millions and millions. Point. Close. If he gets it wrong, oh, the we're playing for millions. So. The stakes are high here, folks. If he gets it wrong, the podcast and our friendship is over. All right, Jake, are you ready? I'm going to put really, really dramatic music behind this. All right, facts number one. 
Sammy Sosa hit 18 home runs in the month of August in 1998. Fact number two. 18 in what? 18 in one month? Yes. Holy crap. I could believe it. All right. Fact number two. Rafael Palmeiro won the 1999 AL Gold Glove Award at first base. While only playing 28 games at first base and playing 128 at DH. You know what? I think that that's the fact, and the Sam Swell one is not a fact. Let's fucking go! Oh, yes! yes! <laughs> <laughs> we can't even afford a real drop <laughs> of that air horn. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Rafael Palmeiro, 1999 AL Gold Glove Award winner at first base, only played 28 games at first base. Think about that. Yeah, <laughs> that is such a joke. The Gold Glove has been a joke so long yeah if, if anybody ever wants to you know the voters on the gold glove doesn't make sense it's so dumb if anybody ever wants to argue that this award counts point them, point them towards the stat that that you learned from your favorite podcast that's us by the way yeah or or go look at like this of people who won a bunch of gold gloves like we uh nobody knew about you know how good a fielder really was until this, you know, until these metrics came out, and we found out like Derek Jeter was actually a pretty average shortstop defensively. Yeah, obviously still one of the greats offensively, but defensively he was just slightly above average. Or guys like Eric Chavez, who won like ten straight Gold Gloves, was actually like the fifth or sixth best fielding third baseman. It's just, it's such a BS award. Agreed. So, um... but what a fun fact that was but what a fun segment <laughs> what a fun podcast what a fun people you know we're just fun life is fun so freaking <laughs> fun so so yeah everyone that was our uh debut of our brand new segment fact or nah pretty nice huh nice all right um, very nice where did you get that uh sammy sosa one did you just like tweak it the totals i just made it up i <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm gonna look up how how much he actually hit after the show, and uh, I'll I'll tweet it out on backup quarterback. Wait, did you say 1996? 1998 during the home run. Oh, chase. 98. Yeah, yeah. Look it up later if you want, so yeah, we get I'll, tons of traffic. Yes, yeah, so much traffic. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. I'll tweet it out at um at backup QB underscore blog. That's our Twitter, because because uh, <laughs> we tweet. Okay, little sneak peek, just so. In that year, because you're going to tell him how many he hit in August during that final stretch. During June that year, he hit 20 home runs. Yeah. 20. 20 home runs. He played 27 games, and he hit 20 home runs. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he's one of the greatest natural talents that game has ever seen. All right. Um, all right, and welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> this Wi-Fi is making this a little bit of a struggle, yeah, but we're going to jump in this. The NBA blockbuster trade that happened just recently, and that was Kyrie Irving getting sent from the Cleveland Cavaliers to the Boston Celtics for Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, and the Nets 2018 first-round pick. Colton, first reactions. Wow. That was a live reaction. <laughs> no, I'm I'm pumped. I, I like the trade. Um, I think Kyrie is significantly better than Isaiah. Isaiah just had one huge year of scoring, so I'm I would much rather have Kyrie. I think 
I think this this trade um this trade uh act, like actually gives the Celtics a decent chance to contend with the Cavs and I think the um, I I don't know. I just I just think it's cool that it's not all it's not all LeBron anymore. Cavs actually a little bit more than the Celtics. I think it's good for both teams because I think the Cavs do downgrade at point guard, but I don't think it's going to affect them enough because I think with LeBron, Isaiah Thomas, who everybody was asked to do, but I think Kyrie could have in Boston. But what Boston uh, did was they went from being the only team in the NBA with ten good players that was competing to now they're just another team with two superstars, just like you know, just like the Rockets, just like every other team trying to compete. They now they just have Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving. How do those two fit together? Nobody has an idea because they were both. One was playing in Utah and one was playing in Cleveland last year. So they just brought together two random superstars, and they're just, you know, trying to throw it together. I don't know if that they'll be that good this year, at least especially early, because I think they've changed. If I'm not mistaken, four out of their five starters. Yeah, four. So out of, from last year, four that's out a of tough transition. Four out of out of five starters are gone, and they've lost eleven people from the roster last year. And now they're just another NBA team, you know, trying to compete with the Warriors. But but the so, thing is, in in the NBA, a good like a well-rounded team like the Celtics last year, um, mm-hmm. don't do well in the playoffs. You need like two or three superstars to like carry a team in a series. I agree. I, I definitely agree with that. I just wanted to point out because, you know, it was interesting. We had one team in the NBA that was trying to do it with just a bunch of good and maybe the Grizzlies for them trying to, uh, just a bunch of good talent. And uh, now they're just, you know, I don't know. I'm not that excited about Boston just because of the fact that, you know, I, you know, I'm as, if they were in the West, they would just be one of the top five teams. But alas, so they'll they be fighting not. for the championship. They are not in the West. They are in the, yes. one of the worst conferences in NBA history. Um, <laughs> Seriously, the East is so bad this year. The Bucks could come in second. <laughs> I, I think the Bucks are a lock for third or fourth. Yeah, I don't know if I would call it a lock because Toronto is still there. They resigned Kyle Lowry, and the Wizards are pretty good. You know, it'll be a fight, I think, for those five, you know, those top five spots. It'll be the Cavs and the Celtics for the top two, Bucks, Wizards, and Toronto Raptors for that, for those next spots, which will be fun to watch. True, true, true. Um, But yeah, so I like to think that the NBA offseason is more fun than than the NBA regular season or even the postseason. Oh, my God. I mean, this offseason has been probably the greatest offseason in the history of sports. So much has happened. Wow. No, I'm not even kidding. Like, there's been all gets traded. Uh, Gordon Hayward signs with Boston. This this is like the most blockbuster trades in the history of blockbuster trades. No one, I think I saw an ESPN tweet, uh, no team or nobody's ever traded a 25-point scorer for a 25-point scorer before. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it just happened. So that's that's the definition of a blockbuster deal. I mean, this NBA offseason has been bananas. Bananas. That's the only B A bananas. B is for bananas. That's how. B is for bananas. B bananas. <laughs> All right. How do you spell bananas? B E 
Bananas. <laughs> bananas. Eat some bananas. <laughs> All right, let's go to NFL talk. Um, the season's coming. Holy shit. Yeah. It's like a little over two weeks away. This is this is exciting. Um, is it exciting being a Packer fan knowing that the Bears have drafted one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? <laughs> Man, the hype on Trubisky is out of control a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he, he played well that first preseason game, and the second one he wasn't terrible. So Canton, he, he was pretty. Already... Yeah, he was pretty good his second one, but um, this one he's getting first two snaps. Yeah. In his in this preseason game, that's some exciting news right there. Yeah, Canton <laughs> is already asking for his jacket size, which is pretty cool. Um, but I mean, it's just yeah, really of them because they could definitely ask him later. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got, it's got to make you shake in your boots as a uh, Packer fan. So. Oh, I am absolutely terrified. You guys drafted Drew Brees and Darren Sproles, which <laughs> yeah. that little Tariq Cohen and, there. And Gronk. <laughs> oh, well, no, Jimmy Graham, because you're the New Orleans Saints. Ah, uh, true, true. Even though Shaheen, Shaheen is like half of the athlete that Jimmy Graham was, because Jimmy Graham was like a college basketball player, and Shaheen was like a, you he know. A, he was a Division, division three, three. Yeah, like... <laughs> And he was like the fat, highest body fat composition at the combine of like any skill position player. So, so he's, he's not exactly Jimmy Graham. So what you're saying is he's got nowhere to go but up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I guess so. The Bears are the Bears are looking good. If you want to get excited about a preseason, but I think they'll still be pretty miserable this season. And I would like to rub it in all the Bears fans' faces that told me, no, Trubisky's not going to start, dude. I was like, I tell them, every year, every team that drafts a quarterback says, we're not starting them this year. They need a year to learn. And it never happens. They said it about uh, Blake Bortles. They said it about, like, Blaine Gabbert. He came in. They said can it you, about... Can you stop naming... Said about really, everybody. Can you stop naming really good quarterbacks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. They said every high quarterback taken, no, they're going to sit behind, they're going to learn, they're going to wait. It never happens. Like, the only time it'll happen is Kansas City this year. I think Alex Smith is legitimately going to start for one, maybe even two more years before Mahomes gets a chance. But Patty Mahomes. Trubisky's, Trubisky's starting before week three or four, probably – and then uh, Watson's going to start probably right around the same time. So, yeah, yeah, you know, Kaiser's just expect it. And it's exciting. Who, who, what would you like, a Lennon-led Bears team or a Mitchell Trubisky-led Bears team? I think a Mark Sanchez Bears-led team. Oh, yeah, and Kaiser's already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's that's my Bear preview. I'm, I'm going with 16 wins and zero losses. Ooh, I'm going to go with zero losses and 16 tie games. That would be the most heartbreaking. <laughs> like, what would their win percentage be? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I zero, don't I think. They didn't win any. <laughs> <laughs> Are they just a 500 team then, or what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happens. <laughs> wow, this is That's huge. a great question. Find out next week on our episode of the podcast. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I'll look up what happens if a team goes 0-0-16. God, that would be <laughs> something else. 
Yeah. Um, so you want to run down some uh, quick uh, predictions for this NFL season so I we sure can laugh at each other later sure by how do. embarrassing wrong we are? I sure do. What do you want to go All right. NFC or AFC first? Let's start AFC because we know less about them. <laughs> All right. So I took, uh, I'm going I took, out on a limb. I'm taking the Patriots in the AFC East. Ballsy. Ballsy. Um, I just want to let everyone know yeah. I, I, I did this in about, like, 15 seconds. So I also have the Patriots in and the East. And I may East. be doing this live. <laughs> I have the Patriots in the East. Um, <laughs> I have the Baltimore Ravens in the North because Joe Flacco's elite. Interesting. Thank you so much. <laughs> We have Joe Flacco. We have Danny Woodhead. Um, what else do you possibly need? Jerry Macklin. That's a new weapon that Joe Flacco hasn't had in a long time. Correct. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh in that division because I just think Pittsburgh, those weapons those weapons are disgusting. I couldn't, and I couldn't think they're of just gonna Pittsburgh. Keep... <laughs> That's their, it's their last year probably of having Bell and Brown and because Bell wants fifteen million dollars a year. He sh- well, he should get it. How about that? Hot take. I, I, Hot take. I don't. I don't. I don't. Just, you know, Steelers can afford it because they also have to pay Antonio Brown, who deserves fifteen million a year, and, and Ben Roethlisberger and Heath Miller if he's still on the team. <laughs> he's not. He's definitely not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, AFC, AFC South. South. Yes. This one's a nail biter. Who you got? Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. Going to finally get Andrew Luck a little help. and I don't know. I think Houston is, but I think their quarterback play is still garbage. And Tennessee is also very exciting. And they're definitely going to be one of my wild card teams. Right, well, I've got Tennessee. So holla at your boy. I like Marcus. Holla at your boy. Marcus yeah, Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariotti. Mariotti. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a loser. He's, he's uh, a loser. In the eighth west. What do you got? What do you got? I think I'm going to go with Kansas City because I think Denver's reign is over. I have the team futurally known as the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, yeah. That's a good division right there. It is. The, uh, so, the Chargers might not win a game. <laughs> I like I like the Chargers, though. I think they look pretty good, too. But, man, that division is tough. T-U-F-F tough. All right, so we have our four division winners. Let's pick our two wild cards out of the AFC while we're at it. I'm going to definitely go. You took Oakland to win the division. I took Kansas City. I'm going to take Oakland as one of my wild card teams. And just like in the AFC South, you took Tennessee. I took Indianapolis. I'm going to take Tennessee as my other wild card team. How fun is that? That's so fun. I'm going Denver and the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, the Bungles. Because um, once once Marvin Lewis' job is on the line, they make the playoffs, and Andy Dalton throws 14 picks in the postseason. So he's due. They, they didn't make playoffs last season, so he, here comes the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he, he still hasn't won a playoff game. Isn't that correct? <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's thrown a playoff touchdown, to be honest. <laughs> that is definitely a bold statement, but I would believe it. He's been terrible. But uh, there's our AFC predictions. Let's go to NFC. Uh, NFC East, you got uh, Dallas, Philly, Washington, Giants. Ooh, you have them that's all interesting. With, no, I, I just named the whole division because <laughs> it is very interesting and a tough choice, especially with Zeke possibly missing six games. Yes. Uh, 
Who do you got? I got Dallas Cowboys coming that out. That makes sense. Because uh, whoever they got in the backfield, I, is, is it McFadden or is it Alfred Morris? I feel like it's it's one of those two. Both. Um, they got both of them. They can both rush for like 80, 90 yards a game. And, um, yeah, like, like nobody else really, really scares me. Yeah, the other teams, though, they all interest me. Like Philly, if Carson Wentz takes a step. The Giants have a really good defense, but I hate Eli Manning, so I will never pick the fucking Giants. Uh, so you know what? I'm going with the Washington Redskins. One, because that's <laughs> one. Kirk Cousins is a <laughs> uh, two. That he went out and got Terrell Pryor, who I think might be actually one of the best receivers in football, just because his body type. He only played receiver for one year. It was for the Browns, and he had a thousand receiving yards. Well, what? It's, it's time for um, everyone's favorite segment, Colton's fantasy sports update. Um, I might, I might keep Kirk Cousins in fantasy football. That's it. Back to Ooh, you. that is exciting. Back to you, Jake. Well, I have him as a division winner, so I say wow. go for it. Wow. <laughs> we might as well make this next one quick, though. NFC North. I'm going with the Packers. I also <laughs> Packers too. Colton. I'm also. Yes. Uh, you know, Detroit is scary. Minnesota's annoying. You know, but. Minnesota, they were like six and zero last year, and then fell off an absolute cliff. Yes, so it's tough to win with. <laughs> yeah, I hate his stupid sleeves. Sam, Sam Bradford, is Sammy Biscuit. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. NFC South. I have the defending should have been Super Bowl champion um, Atlanta Falcons. Um, hot take here. I and spoiler alert for the rest of my picks. I do not have the Falcons even making the play. What? Uh, yeah, I think they're in a good division, and uh, it reminds me, kind of, you know, m- losing in the Super Bowl and then not making the playoffs. Who, who, who would that ever happen to? That sounds ridiculous. Maybe the the team I'm picking to win the division this year, the Carolina Panthers. Wow. Who went to the Super Bowl, lost, and then didn't make the playoffs? Kind of like Atlanta's going to do this year. Hot okay. takes. Hot, 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 takes. hot, hot, hot. Good thing I have these uh, sunglasses on. Yeah, keep them on. I will. <laughs> uh, the NFC West. That's kind of a pretty. Uh, that's pretty much a shit show of a division. I think we're both going Seattle. 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 Uh, couple. Wildcard teams. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys as my two NFC wildcard teams. I'm going Carolina and Tampa Bay. So three out of the South. Wow, that's I'm, quite the division. New I'm Orleans in, is just getting screwed there. New Orleans, if you have something to say, come you say know, it to my Drew face. Brees. <laughs> Drew Brees always gives them a chance. They could win that division, and I wouldn't be that surprised. Neither would you know? I, Jake. Neither would I. All right. Uh, my division or my NFC championship game, I'm, I feel like it's going to end up being the Packers and the Seahawks again. Honestly. How fun. And, um, yeah. And I, I got to take the Packers. Just I don't have to, but I really do feel like the Packers are better. The NFC doesn't look better. Uh, Dallas is... I think they're going to take a step back, 
because last year they had a lot of luck with rookies. So I think Green Bay is pretty much going to run through the playoffs uh, until they meet up with Seattle, our arch nemesis. And then nemesis. And uh, that'll be a fun game. But I'm going to go with the Packers. In the AFC, I'm going to go with the Patriots uh, meeting up with Oakland. And I know it's boring, but I'm going to pick the Patriots to beat Oakland in the AFC Championship and then probably beat the Packers in the Super Bowl, which I would really be bored with and not enjoy. But that's what I see happening. Um, just, to, just to stir things up, I'm going something else. I'm going to go – oh, my God. I'm going to go Atlanta and, and Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna have it. Oh, I'm going. That would be quite the. Bad. I'm gonna have Maddie Ice return to the promised land. Um, Falcons are going to play the winner of. All right. The winner of Oakland and New England, and Oakland's taking them down. So I've got Atlanta and Oakland, with Atlanta oh. finishing what they started last year. I have no reasoning to back that up, just my gut, which is always <laughs> correct. <laughs> I hope Atlanta's the team because you got Atlanta winning the Super Bowl now. So if Atlanta starts the season <laughs> 0 and 4 or 0 and 5, rip into you. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna. That's fun gonna though. That your I have I have your Super Bowl winner not making the playoffs. <laughs> well, I have your Super Bowl winner sucking a dick. So eat shit, Patriots. You know what? I'm cha- You know what? I'm changing mine to a wild card. I'm going with Pittsburgh making the Super Bowl versus the. But eh, you know what? I don't want to take the Packers because that's my team. <laughs> why did we even? Why did we even go through your picks the first time then? Well, because you made me sound like such a chump dealing with Patriots Packers. It's so boring, chump, you know. Chump. So I'm taking. I'm saying Pittsburgh finally gets over the hump and makes the Super Bowl, and you know what? Let's let them win it. They just take the Patriots spot and they beat the Packers in the Super Bowl. I That's even, my new pick. I don't even have your. I don't even have your Super Bowl winner making the playoffs. So how about that, Jake? You little oh bitch. wow, we have some. We have some contradictory opinions on this show, people. Isn't it cool that we can have different opinions and still be friends? One of the miracles of life. Um. So yeah. So that's that's some hot football talk. Uh. You got anything else, Jake? Uh, no, I guess we can uh, do our quick movie talk. I got, I found this new show I want everyone to go check out. If you haven't seen it or heard of it, I understand. It's called Game of Thrones. Okay. It's got these dragons and like, and it's like olden times. Is that on, Man, is that an ABC it's a good family? show. Is that an ABC Family show? Uh, I, I think it's called Freeform now, but no, it's only on Disney. <laughs> it's only on Disney XD. <laughs> yeah, you you know, you'll Sunday's only on Disney, Game of Thrones. It's a tits and blood. <laughs> and uh, maybe a penis or two, so watch out for that. Just maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> uh, and you can only find it on Disney. Sponsored by Disney. Sponsored by Disney, brought to you by uh, Nickelodeon. <laughs> That's a quite, two rivals coming together. I mean, I, I really don't have anything... I. Have you ever seen the show on Netflix, uh, Wet Hot American Summer? No, I've seen the like the picture all the time, okay, okay. and I want to watch it. So you, so it? the whole thing is, it was a movie back in like, like I, I want to say like the year two thousand, and it 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 became like a cult classic, but it wasn't that good of a movie. It was kind of like really corny and bad. It's uh, Bradley Cooper 
Um, Amy Amy Poehler. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, what's his name? Paul Rudd's in it. Um, Elizabeth Banks is in it. And it's, it's like all these people's like first movie ever. So what they did like two years ago was they was they remade it for a, a Netflix show, and the whole part of the show is making fun of how bad the movie is. And it's just, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because they all play sixteen-year-olds, but they're all in their forties. <laughs> so that's so. So now this this new season on Netflix is ten years after they leave camp, so they're all like twenty-five, twenty-six, but they're all like, <laughs> but they're now like all in in their fifties, <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. Like like in the show, um, John H. Benjamin. He he falls into a pile of toxic waste and becomes a can of vegetables. That's the kind of stupid fucking. But he still talks. So that's, the, that's the kind of stupid fucking oh, um, like humor that you're gonna get from the show. And I just started watching the ten years later season today, and it's just as stupid and cracks me the heck up. Well, I'll definitely check that out now. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, it's man. It's really we got we got two good suggestions today. Two shows that nobody's ever heard of that you're gonna go out and find. Uh, Game of Thrones and a Wet Hot American Summer or something like that. Yes. Um. So yeah, I mean, I guess basically all all that is to say left is I am. Are you ready for football season? I'm ready for some football. Hey, Jake. I have an idea. Where can we where can we watch this sport that we call football? I don't know. Maybe somewhere with food and drink. What food and drink? But where can we find one of those this time of year? I don't know, and I don't have much money to spend either. So, wow. Do you have any ideas, Colton? As long as you're sitting down, I have one heck of an idea. Are you ready for this? Oh, uh, hold on. Let me sit down. Okay. All right, I'm sitting. Oh, thank God. Okay, so <laughs> if you are wearing socks, I want to apologize for blowing your socks off. Um, cause I'm talking, I am talking Murphy's Pub and Girl on Perryville Road in Rockford, Illinois. Jake, oh my God. What do I always say are my three favorite things in this whole wide world? Uh, the sun, the sun, water, water, and Murphy's and Murphy's Pub and Girl. I have that exact list written down right next to me. So being my third favorite thing, obviously I know all of their deals. They have absolute fish bowls. They just have $4 absolute drinks in general. Jake, if you want to join their their lunch club, guess what happens every time you go for your fifth meal? Tell me what happens. You get it for free. I, get, I don't even have to pay. If, if you try to pay, they would crumple up your money and throw it back in your stupid face for trying to pay on your uh, fifth one because that, that one is on them. They don't even want you to pay. It makes them sick to their stomach. And then uh, and, Disclaimer, they don't actually crumple your money and throw it back at you. No, they're They'll just fi- nicely tell you that you get a free meal. They are very, 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 very nice. The reason that yeah. people um, can join this here lunch club that we speak of is because day after day after day, they come hot with specials and deals that if you if you put your socks back on after hearing all these deals, they're going to blow them right back off your body. So it's kind of pointless to even own yeah. socks at this point. Roll them out, people. Jake, how much do you like tacos? Uh, one to five, like 11. How much do you hate Mondays? Oh, I hate them. They're oh. my least favorite wow. weekday. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired at Mondays. Well, you know what, Jake? Here's, <laughs> here's a way to make your Mondays that much better. $1 tacos every single Monday. That is ridiculous. $1 tacos? Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I would not kid about these kind of deals. On Tuesday, oh my goodness. Tuesday, Jake, half-price burgers. That's... That doesn't mean you pay for this meal and they bring you half of a burger. The whole burger comes with the price. It's just half the price of a regular burger meal. And it's the, which economically you would think is just 
it's just it's, that's silly stuff. But Murphy's has found a way to. Yeah, you're losing money not buying this burger, people. It's crazy. They're they're basically paying you half the money back to eat at Murphy's Pub and Grill. Tuesday half price burgers. Wednesdays half price Rubens and Thursdays half price Phillies. With all this half talk, my head is spinning. My wallet is fat, and yeah. my stomach is craving great food. Jake, thoughts? You have to try pretty hard to pay full price at Murphy's. I'll tell you that for free. That is a that is a huge pet peeve of them, is if you think you can go in there and pay full price, they will politely say that you are incorrect. If, if you want to pay full price, walk in there, look around, and then just turn around and leave because you, you can't pay full price there. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Hey, Jake. Um, I know earlier you were telling me that you have $8.99 just laying around, and it's actually burning a hole in your pocket, which ruins all of your pants, all of your shorts. You have all these burn marks, and obviously that isn't good for fashion. So in my opinion, I say that you bring your $8.99 to Murphy's Pub and Grill, and you, you toss it to them on a Friday or a Saturday. Friday, it's all you can eat fish. That means if, if you eat one portion of fish and you're still hungry, you say, hello, miss, or and or ma'am, or and or sir, can I have some more fish? And they are going to be more than happy to bring you more fish because it's all you can eat fish Fridays. Bring it. That's amazing. And I know I was 100% for a fact telling you that I had $8.99 burning a hole through my pockets. So that's just quite a cool set for me. Exactly. You know what, Jake? You've been starting way too many fires with all the uh, burning in your pockets. If you're busy on Friday nights... Just bring that money back in on Saturdays for all you can eat ribs. I don't know if you've ever had ribs from Murphy's, but my mouth is literally salivating and I'm spitting all over my microphone from all the saliva thinking about <laughs> Murphy's Pub and Grill ribs on Saturday night. You hear spit coming at the microphone, people? You're not wrong. You are not wrong. We're just That's talking, real. We're just talking ribs, baby. Just ribs. And then, of course, Sunday fun day football frenzy. Uh, every Sunday they have uh, wings and pizza deals. So you go there, you crack open a cold one with the boys or the girls, you eat some wings. They'll actually some... crack it open for you. They, they will. They, some... they are very considerate. <laughs> um, and you just yeah. sit back and enjoy football like it's supposed to be enjoyed at Murphy's Pub and Grill. Wings and pizza deals Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. But you know what, Jake? I can't think of a better food while watching football than pizza and wings. Here's a little peek behind the curtain, folks, that, that we like to do from now and then. Jake is usually um, a huge loser from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and he doesn't know what to do with his life. He's got a few friends, and they all sit around, and they say, we got nothing to do, and we have all this money. Well, joke is on him because every day from Monday to Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m., you can get happy hour deals, 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 deals at Murphy's Pub and Grill. That is just drinks of flowing, good times of having. You combine that with, with one of those meal specials that we talked about, and you would literally think that you died and went to heaven. That's what I think every time I go. So, but and then they, they wake me up, and I'm still alive, just paying you know so much less than I should be for my fun. <laughs> For your fun is right, because that is what you will be having along with deals, deals, deals at Murphy's Pub and Grill on Perryville Road in Rockford, Illinois. Tell them that Jake and Colton sent you, the two hottest dudes in the, in the podcast game from Live from the 815. And you know what? We'll see what happens. We want yeah. <laughs> we want to we thank Murphy's for bringing you today's episode. Um, they, have, they have just been amazing. And for our listeners, bringing those deals, it literally is changing the world one stomach at a time um so let's hear it for murphy's 
they're great. They're absolutely great. That was electric. Um, so <laughs> that was a great read. And, uh, man, <laughs> I think we nailed that. I think we did, too. It's It's been a while, but Murphy has been patient. They've stayed with us. You know what, listeners? You've stayed with us. I'm pointing at you as hard as I can with my two pointer fingers. That is twice as many fingers as a regular point. You guys are great, and I want to thank you for staying with us over this um, little hiatus that we had. So Jake, We're back, baby. Back. We... And and we back and and we back, back. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> this is this has been a live from the eight one five podcast. Make sure you follow me and Jake. Read some of our blogs at backupquarterback.org. That is backupquarterback.org. Um, you can follow us on our backup quarterback Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at backupqb underscore blog. Follow me personally at Colton St. Vincent. You can follow me at Jake LaRue one um, You can follow us on YouTube. We have some YouTube videos coming that are just going to make you slap your knee laughing, maybe even slap your grandma. I don't know how funny you guys will think it's, it's going to be, but I, I think it might be a little <laughs> funny. So for me and Jake and the entire um, $100 million uh, backup quarterback crew, Life in 815 crew. Um, this is, this is All the producers I have sitting behind me. <laughs> yeah, we want to thank the hundreds of thousands of, of, of interns and uh, producers that we have. It's, it's a whole production. Um, so make sure you... Yeah, just, we have thousands of unpaid interns. <laughs> make sure you just pound the shit out of that subscribe button. It, it might break your phone, but we're hoping it doesn't, so that way you can listen to the next episode. Because this yeah. has been episode 11 of Live from the 8th. One, five, over. Love you. Love you. See you next week. Woo. And we back. 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 Hey. This ain't no intro, this the entree Hit that intro with Kanye I sound like Andre Tryna turn my baby mama to my fiance She like music, she from Houston Like Auntie Yonce Man, my daughter couldn't have a better mother If she ever find another, he better love her Man, I swear my life is perfect I can merge it If I die, I'll probably cry in my own service with the pain, this is like this many rings. Y'all know what I mean. This for the kids of the king of all kings. This is the homiest thing. This is the beat that played under the word. This is the sheep that ain't like what it hurt. This is officially first. This is the third. This, this is a. This is a.